today i want to talk to you about the mysteries of god the mysteries of god and when you read the new testament paul writes 21 times about the mysteries of god 21 times he mentions the word mystery and every time he mentions the word mystery it is always associated with a powerful declaration of a spiritual truth how many times does he mention mystery 21 times and every time he has written mystery it has always come with a wonderful declaration of a spiritual truth now what is a mystery another word for mystery is secret how many of you love listening to other people's secrets huh? you love you love eavesdropping into other people's conversation huh? no nobody is guilty of right uh, knowing someone's secret is like to know them so when we are talking about god's mystery we are talking about knowing god's secrets is basically to know who god is how does he think what is he thinking of okay so you have to be very close to know their secrets if you want to know somebody's secrets you have to be very close to them right uh, because secrets are not something that is shouted from the rooftop for everybody to hear right doesn't make sense secrets are secrets it's it's only known to a select few and today we are talking about god's secrets so think about that it's not for everybody it's only for a select few so read with me ephesians chapter 1 verse 8 to 9 ephesians 1 verse 8 to 9 says like this which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in christ okay so what is paul saying paul is saying that god's will is a mystery god's will is a secret not everybody knows what god's will is god's will is a secret is a mystery that is hidden in christ god's will is a mystery that is hidden in christ only god's wisdom can reveal this mystery like i said not everybody knows the secret not everybody knows each other's secret if you want to know somebody's secret you have to get closer to them you have to become their best friend then only they'll start sharing their secret right so god does not reveal his secrets to everybody it is god's wisdom that enables us to see the mystery of his will it is god's wisdom that enables us to show us to reveal to us what his will is god's will is a secret god's will is a mystery now if you read with me colossians chapter 2 verse 2 to 3 we learn more about this mystery okay colossians 2 verse 2 to 3 it says like this that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance listen to this to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of god's mystery which is christ paul here is saying that god's mystery is christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge paul is saying in christ christ is god's mystery in whom all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden okay so what is god's mystery god's mystery is christ and in christ all wisdom and knowledge are hidden all treasures all riches of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in christ but what is colossians 127 says colossians 127 says christ in you the hope of glory so 
all the treasures of wisdom and insight are hidden in Christ and that Christ is hidden in you. Think about that. Think about what you are blessed today with. Think about what God has filled you with. He has filled you with all treasures of wisdom and insight because the treasures of wisdom and insight are in Christ and that Christ is hidden in you. So automatically, you have all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. They are hidden. Not, not everybody experiences that because they are hidden. You have to access them. Uh, you have to access them. See, you can be living in a house which has hidden treasures, but if you don't have access to it, you could live like a poor man. Uh, you can have a house that is, that is full of treasures, but if you don't access it, you don't get to experience the beauty of those treasures. So similarly, Paul is saying, in Christ are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. They are hidden in Christ. And that Christ is in me, is in you and me. That is why Christ in us, the hope of glory. Okay. So you need to access the secrets of God that is hidden in you. You need to access the treasures of wisdom and insight that is hidden in you. That's why I want to tell you the secrets of God are not revealed to everybody. Secrets of God are revealed only to the select few, not revealed to everybody. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, we were look, looking at this passage which says that natural man does not accept the things of the spirit, does not accept spiritual things. Why? Because it seems foolishness to him because he does not understand. Secrets of God, not everybody understands. Secrets of God, not everybody perceives. Why? Because it's foolishness to a natural man. You try to comprehend the secret of God in your logic, in your intellect, in your, with your mind, you will not be able to do that. It's foolishness. Right? So you have all the treasures of wisdom and insight in Christ and that Christ is in you. Even though you have all of that, you have to access it. And how to access it is by being spiritual. How to access it is by being spiritual. How to access it is by knowing Christ because Christ is the treasure of all wisdom and insight. If you don't know him, you will not be able to access those treasures of wisdom and insight. You know, in school, I was known as one of the smart people only because one thing I did nice, one, only one smart thing I did in school. You know, what was it? I was not smart inherently. Okay. I don't consider myself smart, but one thing that I did smart was hang out with smart people. I was always in the company of smart people. So automatically people thought I was smart. So, you know, when these smart people would have conversations, I would just echo whatever they were saying. I would just echo exactly the same thing. I would say, oh yeah, you are right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Could you repeat that again? What did you mean by this? Just ask questions like that. You don't have to be smart. You can be in the company of smart people and be automatically smart. So when you and me get to know Jesus, who is the treasure of all wisdom and insight? Guess who becomes smart now? Who becomes smart? See, think about that. See, God chose the weak and the lowly. I am weak, I am lowly. How many of you want to be weak and lowly? He chose the weak and lowly to shame the wise, to shame the intellect of the world. And how does that happen? Is by, by putting yourself in the company of the smartest man on the world. You and me have the treasure of wisdom and insight because you and me have Jesus. When you get to know this Jesus, you and me automatically become smart. You and me automatically become wise. 
this wisdom is not something that a natural man can understand because it is beyond his understanding it is beyond his perception but my goodness the wisdom the foolishness of god what does it say the foolishness of god is wiser than man's wisdom the foolishness of god amen so you want to have the wisdom of god you want to know the secrets of god what do you do you hang out with jesus you get to know jesus by because jesus is the treasure of all wisdom and insight amen so today i want to show, show you about i want to talk to you about the mystery of god's will god's will is a mystery and that mystery is hidden in jesus but before we understand what this mystery is all about let's understand what is the nature of god's will what is the nature of god's will because contrary to what is happening in the world we assume that god's will is going to be all doom and gloom yeah everything is just going bad it's getting worse right especially if you just read the news and see what is happening in different countries you you just you know we we can just assume that god's will is doom and gloom but contrary to what you read in the news contrary to what we see happening in the world what is the nature of god's will turn with me to romans 12:2 and i'll read this for you it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing by testing you can test what can you test by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good acceptable and perfect here paul is saying god's will for you and me is always good is always acceptable and perfect god's will is not doom and gloom in spite of what you see around in spite of what you read god's will is good acceptable and perfect now if you think that god's will is doom and gloom i would challenge you to believe in what the word of god says than what you read in the paper than what you read in the news though god the will of god for us is always good is always acceptable and is always perfect but but like i said secrets of god are not revealed to everybody secrets of god are only revealed to select few but it takes a renewed mind to understand and perceive this if your mind is not renewed you know what you will think it's all doom and gloom you will think we are fighting a losing battle you will think that the you know kingdom of god is just going downhill that nothing is working there's just chaos there's just violence there's this there's this restlessness but when your mind is renewed then you will be able to test and discern that the will of god is good acceptable and perfect and i i want to challenge you in spite of all the news that you're receiving and it breaks my heart to know what's happening in different parts of the world it really breaks my heart because we do want to empathize with what people are going through but in spite of all of that what we see in the physical can we trust god today for his word says that his will for us is good acceptable and perfect what is the nature of god's will the nature of god's will is good acceptable and perfect but it takes a renewed mind to understand and perceive it takes a spiritual man to understand the will of god now let's understand what is this overall plan what is this great mystery that we are talking about so come with me back to ephesians 1 verse 9 and 10 and let's understand what is god's overall plan his overall plan is good 
it's not doom and gloom his overall plan is good is acceptable and perfect what is his plan ephesians 1 verse 9 to 10 making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in heaven things in heaven and things on earth what is god's plan god's plan is that he brings unity of everything in christ things that are on that things that are in heaven things that are on earth things that are happening in afghanistan things that are happening in it, italy iraq iran kerala chennai china whatever place that you can think of things that are happening there to bring unity in christ bring unity in christ you know when i was reading this passage i realized one thing true unity only comes from being in christ outside christ is just complete chaos true unity can only happen when it is brought together in christ what is god's overall plan god's overall plan is to bring everything together in unity in complete order not chaos in complete unity in complete order and in peace in christ so when you look at the world and you see chaos you see violence know that god is bringing everything god is bringing everything back into order amen god is bringing everything back into order in christ so that there will be peace there will be increase of god's order and his will will be done as it is done in heaven now turn with me to psalm 110 verse 1 i just want to expand on god's will psalm 110 verse 1 the lord says to my lord sit at my right hand until i make your enemies your footstool now if i break that in hebrew it says yahweh said to adonai sit at my right hand until i make your enemies your footstool if i translate that god the father said to god the son sit at my right hand until i make your enemies your footstool where is jesus today jesus today is at the right hand of the father what is he doing he is sitting why is he sitting so that god the father can make all the enemies of jesus under his footstool god the father can make all the enemies of jesus under his footstool think about that guys why is jesus seated on the throne so that all the enemies of jesus can be brought under the footstool of jesus we are better off than when we started church church was instituted 2000 years ago by jesus but from for the last 2000 years we are in a better place than where we are you know when then when we began we are in a better place today why because god is bringing all the enemies of jesus under the footstool of jesus god is fighting our battle he is bringing all his enemies under the footstool read with me first corinthians 15:25 he says for he must reign who must reign christ must reign okay where is christ right now he's seated at the right hand of god he is reigning he is not sitting idle he is reigning for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet for he has reigned until he has put all his enemies under his feet 
let me tell you god is still working behind the scenes even when you don't see it god is working behind the scenes and he is putting all the enemies of jesus under his feet if there is chaos today if there is violence today if there is restless restlessness today you can have complete assurance in the work of god that he is bringing all the enemies of jesus under his feet we are only progressing the kingdom of god is only increasing the kingdom of god is only growing the kingdom of god is only getting stronger and growing faster jesus said the kingdom of god is like a yeast that spreads throughout that infects the entire dough we are the kingdom that is always increasing that is always growing nothing can stop the kingdom we were we are better off today than how we began you are better off today than how you began your today is better than yesterday because the kingdom of god is in you and you are growing the the lord who set you free is working in you behind the scenes is not done with you isaiah 9 verse 7 says of the increase of his government or of peace there will be no end there will be no end of the increase of his government and peace let me assure you today guys the nature of god's will is good acceptable and perfect no matter what you hear in the newspaper no matter what you read in the news god's will is good is acceptable and perfect and you know what we are better off than how we started his ultimate plan is not doom and gloom his overall plan is just getting better is just getting unveiled each day each day we are getting stronger we are getting faster we are getting more mature the kingdom of god is increasing there will be no downhill for the kingdom now it's only uphill of the increase of his kingdom and of peace there will be no end jesus who is seated at the right hand right hand of god is reigning and he will continue to reign until all his enemies are put under his footstool all his enemies the kingdom of god is only increasing and growing have assurance the kingdom of god is only increasing and growing now tell me something if god's will is anyways going to happen is always going to happen in spite of my participation then why should i get involved if anyways god's will is good is acceptable and perfect and it if, and if it is going to happen anyways why should i be involved in this see guys i want to encourage you by saying you and me get to participate in god's will you and me get to say yes to god's will you and me get to partner in god's will if you don't do that there are so many so many other people who who can say yes when we say yes to god we get to play a major role in god's will being fulfilled on the earth we get to do this you don't have to pray today you don't have to become mature you can still be a baby but when you decide that i want to partner with god i want to be, i want to play a role in establishing his will on the earth as it is in heaven you when you do that you you get you get to you get to it's a privilege it's a privilege if we don't do this god can always include somebody else see if you read the old testament and the new testament you in in both the testaments you will see how god partnered with a donkey to fulfill his plan do you know the story with balaam god used a donkey to speak into a prophet's life and when jesus was entering jerusalem he was sitting on a donkey so if god can use a donkey my goodness 
If God can fulfill his plan through a donkey, he can definitely fulfill his plan through me. Yeah. We don't have to do this. We get to do this. We get to partner in God's will. We get to partner in God's will, which is good, acceptable, and perfect, and say, Father, let your will be done, not my will, because I believe that your will is better than mine. Yes, there is chaos. Yes, there's violence. Yes, there is restlessness. But I am going to believe in God's will for my life. Will you say that today? I am going to believe in God's will for my life, that his will for my life is good, acceptable, and perfect. No matter what's happening out there in the world, I am going to believe in the goodness of God because the nature of God's will is good, acceptable, and perfect. See, if you look in the history, if you look back in the history and you see what's happening around, wherever there has been a strong opposition to the kingdom of God, that that is the same exact place where the kingdom of God has only grown stronger and faster. Wherever, wherever there is an oppos opposition, the kingdom of God has only grown. You know, when King Nero tried to kill all the, all the Christians in Rome, Christianity only grew faster. It, it grew like wildfire. And I'm, I'm talking about, this is even relevant today, especially in the countries that are so against the gospel, that is exactly where the kingdom of God is growing faster and the kingdom of, kingdom of God is growing stronger. You know where the kingdom of God is not growing? Where people are too comfortable. You just have to say that. Where people are too comfortable, that is where the kingdom of God is not going. But it's in the midst of persecution. It's in the midst of opposition where the kingdom of God is growing. That's why Paul says, you know, I am pressed but not crushed. Persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. Why? Because the kingdom of God will continue to grow stronger and faster and mature. See, think about this. You know, God's secret has been hidden for ages and has only been revealed in Christ. When God created Adam and Eve and Adam sinned, and Adam and Eve sinned, the devil must have been very happy. He must have celebrated that day, partied with all his demons. Come on, let's celebrate. When Cain killed Abel, he was super joyful. Why? Because he is thinking that he is, he is defeating God. When the Tower of Babel was built, Oh, goodness, the joy on his face. You know, it upset him a little when the Son of God became man. When Jesus came to the world, it upset him a little. But, you know, he was in extrubent joy. His joy knew no bounds. He thought he had won it all. He said, check. Check to God when Jesus died on the cross. But you know what? God had a last move to make. His secret weapon was Christ. He raised Christ from the dead. And he says, checkmate. And I'm telling you guys, the especially the area where we struggle the most, the places where the kingdom of God meets its greatest op opposition is the place where the kingdom of God grows stronger and faster because we have the same power of resurrection that raised Christ from the dead. Now, tell me something. If you can believe that, if you can believe that, 
in the bigger scheme of things, in the bigger picture, if you can believe that God is working this out all for his goodness, if no matter what is coming against us, if God's will is good, acceptable and perfect. And when you look at these countries which are opposing the gospel, and if you can see that the gospel has only got stronger and is spreading like wildfire, if you can believe that for the bigger scheme of things, why can you not believe for this in your personal life? Why can you not believe in this? That the same God who is doing amazing things in these countries that are being persecuted, why can you not believe that the area of your life where you're struggling the most can become an area of your blessing? The aspect of your life where you are being broken, where you are being crushed, where it feels like you are not getting out of this is the same area where God can use to reveal his kingdom, to reveal his plan. Can I challenge you today to believe in the same God whose good, whose will is good for you, whose will is acceptable and perfect for you, in spite of what you are experiencing in the physical? Can you trust Him? Can you trust Him? That's what Paul says in Romans 8 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. Everything works together for good. No matter what area of your life you're struggling, let me assure you, everything works together for good because God has the final say. God has the final say. He is still on the throne. He is still working behind the scenes. He is still getting all the pieces together. He is making a beautiful masterpiece of you. God has the final say. You know, when a ground is broken, when a ground is plowed and tilled, it becomes a fertile ground for the seed to bear much fruit. So if you're broken today, if you feel crushed today, if you feel persecuted today, let me assure you, it's becoming a fertile ground for the word of God to bring more fruit in your life. Amen. Trust in the assurances of God's will, which is good, acceptable, and perfect. What is my role today? What is my role today? Knowing that God's will for my life is good, acceptable, and perfect. What is my role today? You know, we can ask the Father for more wisdom to understand His plan. Because like I said, God's secret is not revealed to everybody. It takes God's wisdom to understand His secret. It takes a renewed mind to understand His secret. So we can ask God today for more wisdom. We can ask God today to renew our minds. Because only when we understand the bigger picture, can we understand why we are here? When we understand the bigger picture, what God is doing on the world, can we understand what is my purpose? Why am I here? What does God want to do through my life? You know, when Jesus was ministering and there was Jewish cities, specific Jewish cities that had rejected Jesus. And Jesus says like this, I'll repeat that. In the ministry of Jesus, there were cities, there were Jewish cities that rejected Jesus. And when they rejected Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus said something like this, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise. You have hidden these things from the understanding and you have revealed them to little children. For this was your gracious will. A lot of the wise people, a lot of the knowledgeable people, who know the scriptures, who know the Bible in and out, don't know the Jesus as intimate as you are, as you know, as intimate as you know. 
you know this is nothing of your doing it is purely god's grace do you consider this as a privilege that you get to know jesus that you get to call him abba father you can read the bible all through all through your life but if you don't know jesus my goodness he has revealed himself to you what a privilege he has revealed himself to you so what is your role your role is to ask for more wisdom your role is to be childlike and say father i want to know you i want to be humble i want to be teachable i want to know you i want to know what you're doing in this world i want to know what you want me to do through my life i want to know you not my will let your will be done you know proverbs 25 verse 2 says it is the glory of god to conceal things it is the glory of god to hide things but it is the glory of kings to search things out god only reveals his secret to a select few to those who are hungry to those who are searching to those who are humble like little children who have the wonder of like little children are saying lord i don't want to pretend that i know it all because i don't know it all i don't want to be puffed up with knowledge because i don't know it all teach me today to have a heart of humility that's my role today that's our role today to be humble to receive from the lord as if it is fresh amen has that blessed you why me why is god revealing his will through my life first corinthians 1:26 29 says not many of you were wise how many of you are wise here <laughs> we did not begin as wise people we did not begin as strong people not many of you were wise not many were powerful not many were of noble birth we do not we do not come from royal families but god chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise god chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong god chose what is low and despised in the world to bring to nothing things that are so that no human being might boast in the presence of god god chose you so that his glory can be revealed through your life what a privilege today we have to yes to say yes to the will of god that is good acceptable and perfect today when the world sees what is happening around the world thinks that it is going from bad to worse and thinks that thinks that the only end is going to be doom gloom and destruction but god has something amazing for us his secret weapon is christ in christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and insight and that christ is in you today you and me get to say yes to the will of god today you and me get to make a prayer what jesus taught us to pray father hallowed be your name let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let your kingdom come we get to do that we get to do that you know why because god wants to reveal his mysteries through you and me when the world is in chaos when the world is restless god wants to reveal his mysteries through you and me what a privilege we have guys what a privilege think about it you know when i look into my life and i consider where i am today and how i was 10 years ago my goodness i can't believe that i'm here today i can't believe that i'm sharing god's wisdom with you guys today i've considered this such a privilege and i'm sure that you can testify the same about yourself 
God's will is good, acceptable, and perfect. And a lot of people know to know this. They they have money, they have all the power in the world, but they are so restless. They are not in peace. The kingdom is the answer. You know, whenever you see the news and you see chaos, you see violence, you need to know the kingdom is the answer. The gospel of Jesus, the good news of Jesus is the answer to all of this. People kill each other for money. All of this that you see, at the end of the day, it's just money that people are dying for. It comes out of insecurity. It comes out of hurt. Hurt creates more hurt. Kingdom is the answer. God has revealed himself to you so that you and me can reveal him to the world. What a privilege we have. What a privilege we have to partner with God and to say, yes, God, in spite of what I see in the world, I can say, yes, God, your will is good, is acceptable and perfect. The mysteries of God in you. You are his mystery because Christ in you. Christ is in you. What a privilege. What a privilege. Let's, let's just take a moment just to thank God for this privilege and to thank God for revealing himself to us. He did not reveal himself to wise people and people of good merit. He revealed himself to people like us who were weak, who were foolish, who were low and despised. He wants to reveal himself through us. Come on, what a privilege. Just thank God. Thank God for his will is good. His will is acceptable and perfect. His will is not doom, gloom, and destruction. And I get to say yes. Come on, say with me. I get to say yes. Yes. I get to play a major role in the will of God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your promises. We thank you that we have assurance in Christ today that you have revealed your mysteries to us who are little children. Father, we don't want to behave something that we are not. So we are not going to behave like wise people, but just be like children, humble to receive your word and say, Father, let your will be done. Let your will be done through my life. Not my will. <laughs> not my will, but your will. just want to surrender to your will. Because your will for us is good, acceptable, and perfect. Especially when I think, especially when I think that everything is going downhill, Father, I choose to believe. We as the family of God, we choose to believe that your will for us is good, acceptable, and perfect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.